of the living thief. Hello, BPTV listeners, and welcome to your Monday edition of BAMPOW TV. Woo! With me this week is John Pingle. Ahoy, ahoy. Kenneth. Hello. And Beatrice. Hello. And we're going to talk about three full episodes of Netflix's Jessica Jones. Episode three, a.k.a. It's called Whiskey. <laughs> episode four, a.k.a. 99 Friends. And episode five, a.k.a. The Sandwich Saved Me. Well, kids, where do we want to start? Um, I wasn't here for the last two episodes you guys reviewed, so I just wanted to say off, off the top here, I absolutely love the opening credits. Yes. I think they're amazing. I actually have a still of her in the middle of the street with the buildings. Like, yes. And the wide purple and white shot uh-huh. as the background of one of my Gmails. Nice. And um, I love the theme. It's great as well. Yeah. And throughout the entire show, I love the use of purple. It almost yes. reminds me of how they use it mm-hmm. in The Sixth Sense. So there oh, you go. Oh, color yeah. red. Yes. Mm-hmm. So there you go. <laughs> Welcome to episode three, four, and five, Yay. John. That's a nice parallel. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I I really enjoyed um, all the banging in the first uh, you know, Oh, episode. my God. That is my very first note. <laughs> I really like the sex in this. Like, well, I, I, I have this thing where I love seeing two really hot people naked and, like, doing stuff, obviously. But then there's this other side who where, doesn't, I'm, though? where I'm, like, it, the scenes, like as great as they were, here. almost lasted too long. Where I'm, like, sitting in our living room next to oh, my roommate. I know. Going, <laughs> He's like, well, uh, this is a whole lot of sex. We're just watching together. Well, and then they go get food at a truck. And then you're right back in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I liked I liked that food part. And I liked when she's like, did you want more? And he was like, oh, no, I'm full. And she's like, that's not, <laughs> that's not, yeah. what, I that's meant. not what I meant, bro. But I just, I liked the sex, obviously, because they're very, very attractive. Mm-hmm. But um, there's just, I think the scenes went on for a little too long. Yeah. Like, I did like the meta sex part of it, though, where they're both where like, they're just oh, like, okay, cool. Oh, my Can't God. Can't hurt each other. Yeah. I also Let's love that this, this picks up exactly after he put a saw to oh, his belly. Oh, yes. yeah. He breaks that saw and she's like, let's fuck. Like, <laughs> just, That's like, weird. Uh, don't try no, that I at like home, that. kids. No. It's just like, I think it's just that whole, like, it's so freeing to meet someone that you can finally, like, let go around well, and not have to worry. She's, no, he's the first. I can't remember who's the first to meet who. Oh, Luke's the first to meet one of his kind like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With uh, someone with powers. Right. He mentions that when they're eating. Yeah. They're I mean, in, in between. Just, <laughs> I mean, she was on the Avengers, but she's not going to bang any of the Avengers. No. But, I mean, it's just, I think they mentioned it's just nice to be with someone, be with someone yeah. that I won't yeah. like break in half and have to find a ditch somewhere but even in like, this like kilgrave was the only other meta she'd met right like no she, had, she was on no the no no Avengers. no i don't that's i think she was dude i don't think she mentioned no she like knows them does she, she know them? yeah she drops she little hints where she like knows them she just i mean doesn't... she she does like, she know drops them a bit but everyone in new york knows that i thought after. she more knew of them like she knows they exist because they're pretty public figures but i didn't think in this universe that she had actually met any of them yeah Oh, I can't, I honestly can't couldn't tell I mean, either way. Either way, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so on that though, like it annoys me that they're approaching it the same way that Supergirl was with Superman, where they just never say their name. Yeah, they say the green guy you and the, the flag the waver. Like, like, yeah, you own the rights the to it. Right? Freaking weird. That's the weirdest thing is it's not like this is a show on a different channel or under a different like production company. Mm-hmm. They're all under like say the Hulk. Like, we yeah. know who you're talking about. 
Yeah, that, well, the that amount that they went, like the, yeah. the the amount they went in this episode to like not say anybody's name. Was, yeah, the flag I mean, waver. I guess I could see the Hulk yeah. maybe because really like no Banner, one really calls him that. Yeah, and Banner's kind of underground, but like, but, like Captain America, waver, dude, come like, on, come like. On. He took down Shield. Like we all know he's who Captain a, America he's, is. He's in the Smithsonian. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he punched Hitler in the face. Two hundred yeah. times. Two hundred times. Come on. But I, I think for for me, what I really liked so much about their relationship is how the sex felt really natural in a way that a lot of times TV sex doesn't feel real. Where they always like hook the hips up funny, and you're like, "There's no." <laughs> it's, I can tell that's not. I'm the, looking at you, Underworld Two. I'm looking at you. Underworld Two is <laughs> your cut. point that's, of reference. That was a deep point. cut right there. It, that was. It was weird. I was just thinking about uh, that scene where Felicity and Oliver have sex for the first time in Nanda Parbat, and how you can't. Nanda Parbat. You can't really tell if they're sort of just. Grinding like, on each other, or if, they're at, if there's, or if there's actual sex, like you I can think never I tell. fast forwarded. I was like, all right, I get you it. You can never tell when like because <laughs> it's so weird. Happens. Yeah, you, like you're they always... never lose their underwear. The girls, no. you can't get anything done if there's underwear still Wait, on the girls. What? Like it's always shirtless. Wait, what? <laughs> shirtless hugging. Shirtless <laughs> hugging. What did you think it says that in the script? Shirtless, shirtless hugging. hugging. So a sexy man, <laughs> cool. Because it's always weird. You, you find yourself sitting there watching it, tilting your head, going, "Is the dick in?" Yet? Yeah. Have they commenced with the penile like invasion? Welcome to San Diego Comic Con. We will now take questions from the audience. Has the penile when, invasion begun? When did that happen? So, no, but you're right. Yeah. I did like that. They were they were definitely like insertion mm-hmm. of things. Yeah, and I didn't have to sit there and go, "Are they fucking yet?" Because they were definitely fucking. They were definitely fucking. That will not be the name of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I think it should be. <laughs> No. <laughs> um, Trish, throw your friend on the ground and offer to make them a sandwich. I, that's the friend you need. <laughs> that's yes. the friend Jessica needs. Uh, I need a friend to teach me Krav Maga. Yeah, I, awesome. I want to hang out with Trish and like go work out in her secret gym. I yeah. did like that it wasn't she you know she they go in the apartment she takes off her shirt she's the bruises and it wasn't like a don't work she didn't get Winchestered she got an explanation yeah she's like here quickly. by the way yeah. um, these bruises are of my own volition yeah. yes mm-hmm. I like how all three of them really like they've had really shitty trauma in the last year and all three of them cope in really different ways like Jess just drinks heavily Luke picks up everyone he can and Trish built herself a fortress. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like that too. It's a it's a broad spectrum kind of everyone can get PTSD and therefore everyone can handle it differently. Yeah. And this show is not judging you on the way in which you do it. Never once in the show did I ever get that they like that we were supposed to look down on Jessica for being a drinker. Mm-hmm. It was more no. just an aspect of her personality. Yeah. Yeah, that there, there there was never anybody saying, "Okay, well, these three people hand are handling it differently and this one way is the right way right. and the other way yeah, is the wrong." Yeah. Yeah, it just threw them all out there for you this to look how, at and make right. up your own mind on. I think that's one mm-hmm. of the best things about this show is that there is very little judgment where there shouldn't be and they talk very openly about shit that is not discussed in modern entertainment. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. So in this episode, Jessica tries to steal some, I, what, what would you call it, medical? Drugs. She, she, tranquilizers. Just drugs? Tran- tranquilizers. Yeah. I like, Human tranks. I, I had a, such a problem with her whole method in the show. Okay. Like, <laughs> if she had just talked to... Um, Doctor? What is, her, what is her neighbor's name? Malcolm. Malcolm. Oh, Malcolm. 
If she just talked to Malcolm, I feel like they could have done that together. Um, well, I, I mean, before oh, we get to that, throws him under the bus. Yeah. Before we get to that part, um, there's a there's a scene where she goes and asks for dr- the drug from um, the uh, doctor's poor wife. wife. Yes. And then after that, there's she has a little like inner monologue thing. And my question to the to the audience is. Would you punch a pregnant woman to steal drugs? Because <laughs> she <laughs> contemplates that for three seconds. I mean, it's one of those greater good scales. Like, yeah, I mean, I'd punch a pregnant woman. Whatever. <laughs> as long as you make sure she doesn't fall on the baby. Yeah, just I mean, like but that's kind of so she falls back. She has superpowers. Well, yeah, well, she could like end up pull that punch. Though. Yeah, uh, maybe, maybe you like, never know. What if you trip a pregnant lady? No, you gotta no. make sure she doesn't fall on the baby. Well, no, you're tripping her backward. Okay. Oh god. No. Um. Maybe you could just like I don't know. You could you could be like hey. you could punch the other two people and be like I will punch your baby. You could give me these drugs. <laughs> hey, hey, pregnant lady, does this rag smell like chloroform to you? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's worse. Yeah, I feel like that might be worse her. than punching her. I feel uh, like maybe but knocked ba- out. maybe maybe children and pregnant women are on the list of like you do not fuck with them. She baby. thought about it though. I mean, I'd punch your head. I'd punch it. <laughs> I mean, my my list of punchies is pretty extensive. <laughs> well, we were, we were watching we were watching a league of their own last night, and Tom Hanks totally smacked a kid in the face with a baseball mitt, and everyone cheered. <laughs> Even the mom was like, "Well, I mean, you you earned that, Stella." <laughs> anyway, a that's a great movie. Yeah, let's talk about that. No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> um, but uh, what, I don't know. When Jessica roughs up the biker, that's uh, mad at Malcolm. And I love that actor who plays Malcolm. I think oh, he's, he's, he's great. so good. What oh range? He's oh, yeah. such good range. I believe his name is Eka Darville. E-K-A. Yeah. Eka. That's Has cool. Has he done anything else? He was a Power thing. Ranger. What? <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's really he's about all I saw. <laughs> I, that's all you need. Man, I, I was don't a Power, know Ranger, Power Ranger. And then I was in a Marvel show. I think he yeah. was a black Power Ranger. <laughs> hey. You're probably right. <laughs> yeah, the black I know Power Ranger is always blue. black, and then the yellow Power Ranger is Asian. I know he's not the pink one's blue. always a girl. I know mm-hmm. he's not the blue one because the blue one was white and gay and got bullied off set. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. are you talking? I'm not. He wasn't an original Power Ranger. This was like a newer oh. series. So oh, like the I don't know what was happening. There was in those Zordord. Oh, no, was he in the movie? Mi- Dude, there, no. yeah, so many reboots. Oh. There are a million Power Rangers. Okay. There was one where they had a reunion with all the red Power Rangers, and there was like 50 of them. Oh it was gosh. ridiculous. It's kind of amazing. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> at Kadarville, he's pretty back. great. Uh, I really loved Trish just being completely unafraid of Kilgrave. I, that, mm, obviously, mm, this, no, that was a, no, that was that a bad so angry. That was a bad plan, but I don't know. I kind of I feel just, like people need to take Jessica more seriously dude, when she says, "Don't fuck well, with this." Both guy. Trish and Horgoths went so off script in that yes. interview, and it was fucked up. Like, oh yeah, they oh, God, threw yeah. everyone under the bus. They were throwing each other under the bus. Ugh. Well, Trish that really annoyed me. Mostly threw herself under. the yeah, bus. Yeah, she was like, "Oh, this is gonna be a good." Well, plan. it seemed really dumb that Hogarth would say all that dumb shit to <laughs> provoke Trish. Who then poked the bear? Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like Hogarth has one goal. She's hers is to win. She doesn't really care. Yeah, yeah. Well, she doesn't give a shit about anyway. Definitely doesn't understand <clears throat> the ramifications of irritating Kilgrave. At this oh point. no, 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 not at this point. And I, I think Trisha's fortress made her too cocky. Yeah, I think I think on the one hand, I think she didn't really believe the full range of what Jessica said Kilgrave could do. Like I think she believed that 
what Jessica said happened to her happened to her. But I'm not sure until the stuff with Simpson oh. happened. I'm not sure she really 100% believed. Which drives me crazy because they literally have had Tony Stark running around defeating people for a decade. And now we have a man who can turn into a giant green monster Mm -hmm. and Captain America. You had aliens come out of the sky. Aliens come out of the sky. But all these people are like, oh, no, mind control. That's not You saw it happen in this city. (laughs) It happened. Throughout this show. I don't understand that. What is wrong with you people? Like, why is mind control the one you don't believe? (laughs) Not just just aliens, but then before that was uh, Hulk versus Abomination, also in New York. Yes. Yeah, you, you can not... see abomination, <laughs> but mind control. I is don't out. understand what, that. Um, what is the time frame between Iron Man one slash Hulk and uh, right now, basically in the MCU? Oh, like ten years? I think it's the same because I think it would from just, Avengers yeah. to Cap two, which was two years, was two years. Oh yeah. wow! Okay. I think so it's, so it's go real, real, time. real time. Real time. Interesting. So it's been about ten years. Yeah, okay. Iron Man it, came out Iron in two thousand around. Okay, maybe not ten years. Um, almost ten. Years. Oh, like eight. Well, still, that's oh, that's God. a lot more oh, than. God. <laughs> yes, no. it's been eight years since Iron Man came out. Oh God, we're so old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. Ben, uh, I can't. On the one hand, it feels like it's been forever, and on the other hand, I can't believe it's been ten years since this madness swallowed my life. I know. <laughs> my biggest problem, Nerd. though, for real, is I feel like on this show and Daredevil and Agents, even. They're trying to act like the last eight years haven't happened and supers are all brand new and no one like knows about them. But on Jessica Jones, if it happened after Avengers, I feel like it's not a secret. Like, yeah. The and Avengers and Avengers argue, too. Like, yeah, the they flew they, a city into the sky. Into the sky. <laughs> so, like, all the, bets are off. The amount that they argued with her about whether or not he had this power kind of like pulled me out of the show because I'm like, You can't tell me that people who saw Slovakia flying and like there were fucking AI robots everywhere (laughs) don't believe in the power of mind control. Yeah, you feel like hypnotists who don't have superpowers who can make you cluck like a chicken. But Kilgrave is somehow unbelievable. You feel like even NYPD would have some Some weird task force going on. I, don't, I, I feel like not that they could do anything. So I just feel like they're just they're not moving forward with the universe. They're still stuck back in yeah. like Iron Man it. two times. Oh, I, I I definitely agree with you that it feels like a lot of times when they start a new property they they want to reset it again. But I almost feel like in in this particular one the way that he victimizes people I think it's almost maybe a meta statement about how people how we don't listen to victims and how we don't believe them. And and how yeah. especially when it comes to women, actually that fits really well yeah, with the basic sure. theme of the show, which oh, is yeah. except how like, white male entitlement ruins lives. It yeah, bugs that, me though that if he's been doing this since he was a teenager, basically, why why wouldn't the support group have more people showing up? Well, like, he hasn't been in New York since he was a teenager. Well, no, he's but been I mean, running around and who knows how many bodies he's left by? Yeah, he might have just killed most of the people. Yeah, yeah. I, well, okay, but then there would be like a huge thing about. Because, you know, it seems like he's mind controlling multiple people per day. So he's either, you know, five to ten people are showing up dead in New York per day or there should have been a shit ton more people in that support group. Like like that was a weird dichotomy there. I feel like when he kills people, he makes sure to make it look like it was all like murder, suicide stuff. I guess. But I mean, it. I don't know. If he just like steals a jacket from a dude and lets him walk away, like I I feel like he's doing it a lot and there should have been more people showing up. Who knows how many of those people. Again, this goes with the Mm meta criticism of. 
no one believing victims. Oh, for who sure. Who knows how, like, that group should have been larger, but who who's going to go, uh, this guy made me do it, it wasn't my fault, and have, like, think that people would believe that. Well, yeah, yeah, but... I feel I mean, you probably, have convinced yeah. me, there's and all, I am now okay There's probably with a, a large number of people who, like a lot of assault victims, don't want to come forward because they feel like it was their fault. Or that no one will believe them. Yeah. I get And I get it definitely before Trish ranting on air, but afterward, like... Yeah, but we don't I, know how many people actually listen to her show. I lived in New York for two years, and I didn't listen to any talk radio. Oh, for sure. For sure. But, uh, eh, yeah, I don't know. It just, it, I mean, it's a very, very, very minor quibble. I just wish more people had. You're not wrong, but I think it, I think Beatrice is right. It goes hand in hand with the theme of the show. Yeah, that No yeah. one listens or believes victims, it's so they do thematically don't appropriate. It yeah, just annoys me. Yeah. Well, especially if we're just talking about people who can meet in, where are we, Brooklyn? Mm-hmm. Hell's Kitchen? Right. No, it's Hell's Kitchen, which is in yeah. Manhattan. Okay. And so but, so there, there might have been more people in the rest of the boroughs who just couldn't right. make it oh, yeah, maybe to that I mean, I'll tell you something. Getting down to Hell's Kitchen from Queens, it's like 200 blocks. Okay. It's like Okay, far. so in my head, there's like 12 different support groups yes, now across New York. scattered across. And that makes me feel better about it. Knowing... Um, Malcolm, I'm sure he went to every borough. Yeah, seriously. And started a support uh, Good group. guy, Malcolm. Oh, Malcolm such was such a, a hero. Such a great Okay, actor. but he's not that really yet. Or he's not there yet. Okay, okay. Good guy strung out, Malcolm. <clears throat> so, um, 99 problems? <laughs> well, oh, there's, well, there's still... Yeah, because... Oh, that happened in, in Whiskey, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, that was, fucking Simpson. The fight was terrifying. scene was terrifying, but I thought the fight scene was also pretty good because no, it, well it showed off some of her yeah. skills i really like that they let her show off that she's been doing this problem maga and she was able to like hold her own for a little while yeah like, it's yeah. a much she's bigger no, trained yeah. guy she's no hellcat she's not hellcat not yet, yet but like no. she's getting there yes and she got in some red. real good hits on that yeah. guy and i always I, I have to wonder about whether or not she could have won the fight if she was just fighting a guy who was pissed and wanted to and mug not, her who might i think have, she could have who might have quit no, I think she would have won if he yeah, wasn't if focused. he wasn't just driven to yeah. ignore all injuries. Yeah. And mm-hmm. she was kind of fighting on the run too, so I don't think she ever really got to stand her. Also, her I feel ground like just as bit. a human in society, it's hard to fight someone in a oh, uniform yeah. too. And so, like, she was probably pulling some. Stuff. Yeah, you have that social program, right? Knowing like this is probably yeah. something like. Well, and also, like, this is her first non-theoretical fight. This yes. is her first real, real fight. Yeah. So it might have been harder for her to, like you said, unplug some of that social programming and yeah. just stab that guy in the neck. Yeah. Oh, and we, I mean, I guess at that point we didn't really know that he had been, like, in the shit for a while. Like, he was, what was his? Some sort of special forces. <sighs> yeah, he was some sort oh, of special forces guy. Oh, no, we didn't know anything about him. He was just a beat cop. Yeah, yeah. he was just a yeah. beat cop at that point, so... Yeah, but she did pretty good, and then also her mom's horrible. Oh, oh my god. god! We learned a bit about her mom. Yes, and granted, at least she didn't sell her soul to Satan like in the comics, but still pretty shitty. Wait, her mom sold her soul to Satan. Oh yeah, yeah. And Hawkeye had to go rescue her from hell. Yeah. Oh, granted, god. he thought he was rescuing Mockingbird at the time, and it turned out to be Trish. But you know, still, like, uh, give him a solid beef. <laughs> That's rappers. good. Good He's guy, Hawkeye. Got a blonde out of hell, just not quite the right yeah, one. Yeah, no, she's a redhead. Oh, okay. Yeah, in the comics, she's a redhead. She needs to be a redhead in this. I need more oh, you know what? We totally skipped over the Malcolm Hospital scene. Oh, we talked about it a little. No, bit. I said, but we didn't talk about how shitty that was. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I that, was that was very sad for him. I like was, I said, uh, I think that if, so sad. I think yeah, that if she had pulled him aside and been like, "Hey, I need you to do this thing with me. Mm-hmm. It's gonna suck for you, but it's really important." I think he would have done it. Uh, that look that he gives I her, know. dude. Yeah. 
Yes, that Jess is at times too focused on yeah. her one path. That she's, she's very ruthless. Yeah, and then you know, problem, that, like, that helps in like the long term. It's not that great for friendships. He also no. isn't always under Kilgrave's control. So my feeling sorry for him is it, it wavers a lot. And sometimes I'm like, ah, eh, he got thrown under a bus. Fuck that guy. On the sometimes I'm like, well. He is addicted to drugs. That sucks. I mean, the only reason but he got he's him on he got him addicted to drugs. So I don't understand why you yes. wouldn't feel sympathetic toward. I him. think he that he says like something. What, wait, wait, wait. I'm, I'm, I really want to like what what part of Malcolm's experience isn't sympathetic? Oh, his you? experience is very sympathetic. It frustrated me that when not under Kilgrave's control, he did not tip Jess off about it. Since it wasn't like a five seconds well, outside like a, of her that's control. Like a, that's like full on junkie though. Again, not under his control. Like, when it's not Kilgrave, it's the Coke. Yeah. And who does he get the Coke from? Kilgrave. Yeah. So if he tells Jess he can't have Coke, and in a junkie's mind, that's all they want. I so guess. Like, I, just... I understand what you're saying, but it's straight up a disease. Like, he can't control it at this point. It's Kilgrave or drugs, and that's yeah. really all that is fueling him. So I don't know. It frustrated me. Um, I, like and the, she I follows... Coffee. The she follows uh, Simpson back to well she puts whose phone in in the pocket she puts the Is it phone, phone yeah she puts Trish's phone back into his pocket and traces him back to the apartment where Kilgrave's just watching football yeah. oh my god <laughs> like that's because yeah because he, he that was the one where he came into the apartment and he just took it from the family yeah. and he, like locked the kids oh, in no, the no, closet. no a that's a different apartment, apartment. this is a different yeah. apartment this is oh. a second family yes oh, god. as far as we know those kids are still in that closet oh well they should have worn off after 12 hours oh that's true. well we don't know what we don't know we don't fate. know what happened to let's them. just yeah. assume the worst i, I assume dead. he ate them <laughs> He ate them. Okay, oh, never so mind. He's not a cannibal. Yeah, he's not. Come on. Give him some No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no joke. Uh, I would prefer it if he were a cannibal. Um, yeah, I mean, Hannibal Lecter's a creeper, but if I had to choose who I had to spend 10 minutes in an elevator with, Hannibal I'd Lecter. fucking pick Hannibal Lecter. He can have my face. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he'd be happy with just like a part of my arm. Yeah. Weird. I'm, I got big old fleshy bits he can take a swipe at. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, they confirm the kill. And then he says, oh, you can leave. And he goes to leave and he goes, officer, not that way. You can leave that way. Points towards the balcony. Oh, God. Which, I mean, he didn't tell him to jump off the balcony. He could have, like, wriggled down something. (laughs) But Well, I feel a lot of Kilgrave's (laughs) powers is a mental manipulation of. He needs the the vocalization for that final push. But most of the intent comes through his thinking. Um, And Jessica saves him. And then is this the first face-to-face we have with them? Yes. Yes, since since she broke control. No, her her and Kilgrave. This is the first time they see each other. They don't talk, but they see each other. And then that's when we get the flashback of her... Uh, taking care of that woman in the street where she uh, Rhea? where she punches her. Yeah. She flies into the street. And I don't really have any notes after that. But she fights an entire family. Yeah, that was <laughs> yeah. rough. It's got to be rough. tough for her too, I feel like, just because she wants to get it done quickly and efficiently. Again, yeah. she's like got that ruthless efficiency down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she knows that these people aren't fighting her of their own volition and she has to pull her punches yes. because she's super powered. So that had to be the most exhausting fight for yeah. her. Like, if, if you would just stop, <laughs> I don't want to hurt you, but also I have to go. Yeah. yeah, because she has to know that she could just punch them in the face, and they kill them. Die. Yeah, and and then, then she wouldn't have to worry about it. Yeah. 
but you know she's got she's got a moral compass so she's not going to kill them she's gonna be frustrating for her I, i really felt it in that fight in that fight scene, I really felt her frustration coming yeah. out. And that's all mm-hmm. Kristen Ritter just being great. Yeah. Um, Cause you know, she like talked a little bit. It's not like she said outwardly. I don't. Oh yeah. It was her. all just body yeah. signals basically of this yeah. sucks so hard. God, they, people just kept coming. How yes. many people are living in this house? Yeah. <laughs> and then she gets like 17. <laughs> she gets to the end of the house and that's when she finds the room with the pictures. Oh God. And right? I think she finds a picture that says see you later or something like that. Because he's so creepy. Like, I can't handle just how, like, off, like, unhinged this guy is. And how, how just, how his obsession with her just grew and grew. Mm -hmm. Well, it's that, it's that white male entitlement idea that she's the one thing that he literally cannot have. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if you want it bad enough, you deserve to have it. Yeah. Ugh. Wow. I feel like that's just being fed by, you know, decades of rom-coms where they tell, you know, all you have to do is just Keep pursue trying. her at, you know, hard enough. You and know, eventually disregard what she says. You'll wear do her what down. you think is cute and she'll fall for it. Yeah. Right? My, my frustration oh. levels for that kind of bullshit. I, I hold up a lot of boom boxes. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you know what? I would be fine with that. You know, if you want to come stand outside my house with a boombox, as long as it's not two in the morning. Oh, no, it's going to be four in the morning. It's going to be really. No, that's, I mean, that's when you cross over into the unacceptable. And it's form. just going to be playing like weird old Lincoln Park. Oh, <laughs> really loudly. Just Lincoln Park and Papa Roach. That's, a, <laughs> that's how you woo Jackie. <laughs> yeah, there's some corn. Oh, man. Jeez. But if you wanted to come to my house at like 11 o'clock and like play some old school in sync. Aw. You're telling people to stalk you <laughs> and then weird. break noise laws. And yeah, go, then go for like 930. You don't want to annoy the neighbors. stare at you. Like, don't do this. This no. is not acceptable. <laughs> Let's move to the next episode. All okay, right, so this whole... guys are worrying me. 99 friends. AKA 99 friends. This whole episode is really frustrating. Poor. Like, Talk to us, Kenneth. The, Why? Because the, the main... My biggest complaint with Jessica Jones... It was kind of my same complaint with Daredevil of, and you know, it's okay. It's cool. It's, it's basically a big 13 hour movie chopped up into parts. That's cool. I like that. I wish there was a bit more just random procedural where we just see her being a PI, getting shit done. I think if we had like four episodes of like PI cases, it would have really made the season. Yeah. Yeah, It it did. There, I liked everything, but there were some episodes in the middle that, that dragged a little bit. And I felt like maybe the, she had something to do as yeah, well. Throw, yes. throw a yeah. case in there. Because yeah. like the related one, case, like, I don't know, maybe mm-hmm. something like that. Or not yeah. even a related I mean, case. You know, just anything. Because Any like the one case they throw in was so batshit insane that like, <laughs> yes. hey, I hate yeah. metas, so I'm going to shoot you. Which yes. I feel like worst plan ever. Yeah, how, how does that, that seem weird. like a good idea? Like. Somebody build that, some traps or something. I love like that at the pit. end, the husband goes, I definitely wanted to divorce. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That was funny. I am done with you. To lure somebody in who you believe to have laser eyes. Oh, jeez. And, yeah. and only arm yourself <laughs> with, with a, a gun. gun. Yeah, like, what are you doing? Bring a bigger gun. Like, you know, no, a gun isn't going to help you from laser eyes. She did okay, no fine. research a, a into Jessica's powers. <laughs> she did no research into like how to protect herself this woman is an idiot yeah well and I'm, if jessica had ended up killing her i probably would have been okay with it the the Kim, only 
like thing I could give the lady is maybe, you know, her mom died. Maybe it broke something in her brain and we're seeing another method of coping, just the shittiest method. Right. All right. Yeah. But like, but the episode was just murdering. annoying and like, you're not wrong. And it was like weirdly that. paced too, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had a lot of weird stuff going on in this episode. I definitely agree. I have um, a whelp moment. What? Uh, running into the woman you're trying to divorce at the restaurant you proposed to her oh, with gee. your new girlfriend. Uh, I, I just figured well, that was like <laughs> character building for how shitty a person Hogarth is. Yeah. She's terrible. Once again, though, can we talk about her new girl who straight up was, Hogarth is like, she does not get yes. this restaurant. And she's like, Sam, yeah. Pam, Pam, Pam is like, yes, she yeah, does. Like, That's cool. <laughs> We can Crazy. find a different place to eat. I'm sorry you like this one. Yeah, you can come here by yourself. Yeah. I am not coming back here. <laughs> Pam's great. Pam yeah, Pam's pretty legit. Super legit. I feel like Pam and the ex-wife should probably end up together. Oh, and Jerry can be on her own. Mm-hmm. Crying. Like a Jerry's jerk. terrible. <laughs> Jerry is like, I like her because she's ruthless and efficient. But mm-hmm. she doesn't have this, the moral side that jessica has so you can't really be that have sympathetic the moral side that anyone has no she has no, no. moral side <laughs> none she's literally a shark in the water mm-hmm. and so like i want to like her but i like good guys and she is not that yeah uh this episode starts off with poor confused officer simpson who oh, has dude. no idea like he's like <laughs> i'm pretty sure i murdered that woman yeah. i need to know she's there and he's trying to break down that door and Jessica's like, no, I've seen. He's not trying to kill you. I've seen this look, and I know it. And he just wanted to yeah, make sure I just, that I felt really bad for him. Yeah, at so, this point, at this point, uh, at this point, I felt bad for. No, Simpson. here's my problem with feeling bad for Simpson at this point. At this point, he's still not listening. Like this is a perfect example of Simpson throughout the show. He doesn't fucking listen to anyone. All that matters, it's what's is what's bothering Simpson. Oh, well, because he is the epitome mm-hmm. of military alpha male. Yes. And, and it I, is, mm-hmm. he is right about everything. It, within the, within the confines of his personality, like, he was put in an amazingly shitty situation. He, he should was. have listened. But isn't part of but the I military mean, listening? But he not takes if you're in orders charge. from no uh, one. The, the if thing you're is, special forces, you're do, off doing your own thing. I guess. What? what? I you still, have, you still I, have a CO. I'll tell you, this guy creeped me out from minute fucking one. Yes. And then in this mm-hmm. episode, when he shows up and like parks it outside of Trisha's door and like forces her to pay attention to him yes. because he feels bad, not because he wants her to feel better. If he wanted her to feel better, he would go the fuck away. Oh, yes. I'm not talking about that no i'm just saying that even this in the beginning when he's trying to like break down an innocent woman's door because well he's i mean he thought that he killed her yeah he thought and there just was somebody going you okay, didn't kill her there's procedural that he should be following i no, i didn't like it at all well, okay he, I, I don't <laughs> yeah i don't i don't like that he wouldn't listen to trish and that he refused to go away and it really it started to bug me as the rest of the episode went on because it seemed like they were bonding and i went oh jesus no Christ. literally They're i not turned to bone, her right i turned to her on our couch and i went if they fucking bone i am leaving so spoiler alert they, they totally fucking bone. bone they, okay, they play penis the one, invasion the one thing though is that he put <laughs> the show that can can that be the show title no penis invasion no god no <laughs> terrible the one thing that i'll give the show is they put in the time to convince me that he was able to convince trish that it would be okay if that like she 
He put in the time to get her to a place where she felt comfortable with him. I, as a viewer, didn't like how he did it. But they at least made it believable that she would then have sex with him. Yeah. Pretty much everything they do in the show, they at least they sell put that in it the would time. happen. Yeah. yeah. They yes. make sure you understand that it nothing happens overnight. Nothing is instantaneous. Except in uh, like character development and relationships. Luke and Jess banging. Because well, it was go time. They were both so freaking hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway, Simpson made me uncomfortable from the get go and I hated him just parked outside her apartment, like forcing her to pay attention to him. I like that she kept the gun on her the entire time. Yes. Proud yeah. of her. Love you, Trish. He at least brought her a useful present. Still <laughs> so creepy. Oh, no, though. he's a total creeper. I... No, I, I completely agree. Even when agree. they started boning, I was like, I mean, okay, I guess. But, like, I hate it. Yeah. I'm like, there are a million other dudes in this town. Right? You are Trish fucking Walker. I'm sorry. Uh... Th- during this episode, we get the interview process for people who have had experiences with Kilgrave. Oh, yeah. And um, most of them are not true. <laughs> There's yeah. the guy with the glowing red eyes that convinced him to rob <laughs> rob uh, a convenience store. It was pretty ridiculous. But they do end up getting somewhere. Yeah, I I, I enjoyed how you could hear the, all the different stories from the different people and you could start to pick out the little pieces and you're like okay that one's for real yeah okay that one is for real just the it, it's it almost felt like less a physical description and more a feeling like they talked about how they felt bef- either before or after and or or how he was with them and and you're like okay well that that's definitely killed, yeah right? you don't need to tell me what he looked like oh definitely yeah and uh i believe after they put together the little support group that um, Hogarth thinks Jessica should stick around for. She's like, nah, and leaves. And then there's the little scene uh, with that little girl that (laughs) walks up to her on the street. Oh, that was creepy, dude. (laughs) Oh, my God, right? super uncomfortable. And she tells, oh, this is, I I guess around this part, Trish apologizes on air. Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that, I mean, obviously necessary, but it made me feel why, really gross. But it was so... Yeah, icky. it was like, I was like, this feels wrong. But apparently he enjoyed it and said, she's fine for now. I mean, I, I would throw myself under the bus publicly to avoid being randomly murdered by anyone I came across. Yes. Uh, yeah, obviously. Oh, obviously definitely. necessary, but still <laughs> makes, you, makes you feel gross. And so oh, yeah. Like, super squidgy. Um, and then we talked about that whole little subplot where the couple tries to kill her. And dumb. she rips apart the apartment or well, whatever the fuck that thing was. At least at least Jess got a little bit of catharsis there. Yeah. From <laughs> destroying that shithole apartment. I feel and I wanted to mention this earlier. I don't fully grasp her powers. Does that make sense? Like she's oh. either seems super powerful or then like not that powerful she's really strong but she's not bulletproof she can't really fly in the show she can just sort of do a lot of good jumping but i feel like she could fly yeah in the comics when she was an avenger she could fly but it takes practice for her it's not natural yeah i feel like later i know we're spoiler later on when she's outside of her old house she kind of flies right yeah, she does I think actually was, yeah fly. she flies there and i feel well, like yeah, in the show that was practice the, but that was the first time she did it in the show because she didn't 
I think it goes back to she didn't have the Avenger oh, time. Oh, that's right. I keep forgetting. Yeah, <laughs> so she's pretty brand new to her powers overall because she didn't really use or, them. Or, yeah, yeah, she, she doesn't, doesn't really use, use them. So yeah. it's just out of practice, I yeah. guess? Okay, that and makes the sense. The theory is, like, she can fly. She just has to work hard at it, mm-hmm. and she hasn't done that yet. Yeah, yeah and I feel, like, tougher than normal. Um, she's super strong. Um, she's really she good has at healing. breaking locks. Yeah, right? heals faster she has healing, than normal. Mm-hmm. And she's super strong, but she's not bulletproof, and right. she can fly. Because it almost, when I watch the show, it almost seems like it kind of goes like this. Well, what do you mean? What is your. Like what it's are your either. Um, so when. Oh, okay. This is in episode five, but when she saves Malcolm. And she is beating up those bad guys. One, she kind of just tosses aside. And then the other guy goes flying, like, really far away. Well, I think that's just how she uses uh, it. Okay. I, I just kind of... Yeah, I, I kind of got that as that was only the second time she used her powers in a any real setting. Like, she saved the girl and then from being run over while she was all here, you know, sandwiched up. And right. then, like, that night went out and was like, I'm going to do some good. And so... You know what? What practice does she really have throwing something human weight? Like true, it's, it's but prob- I feel like if she didn't have practice, she would like totally just and didn't know her own strength. This dude would fly very far. Well, I think I think I don't she know. Threw I just the first guy and wasn't really sure. Yeah, but maybe it was in being able to lift and throw him. On the second one, she was like, let's see how far this... Yeah. And then she like really let it rip. I think... I don't know what it is. I I remember just watching it, and I'm like, I can't gauge her... Well, also, it depends on yeah. who she's fighting and right. what she's fighting for. I think a lot of her like big power moves come when something matters to her. Right. If she's just yeah. fighting the fight, I think that she doesn't really... Right. Like in the bar with Luke, she cares about Luke not getting hurt, but she's not like... Mm-hmm truly invested yeah she's right. kind of hucking people you know Le- just because she can right yeah. but she's... when she's fighting hopped up simpson at the end swell alert to save trish yeah she goes all fucking out and they destroyed her house oh, that's, that's true yeah. yes yeah, so i feel like it's who she- and like when she was fighting luke like he's strong too i think she's stronger than him but i i would probably agree that she's stronger would, than right. him but he's yeah. a better fighter and being yeah. invulnerable gives him a yeah, huge advantage. A huge advantage. Cause, yeah because she, like, she can get injured and he really can't right. right but i think that when even when she's fighting luke she's not she's not full on she okay. wouldn't go full powered against no, luke. no no i feel like if she was fighting a regular human being i feel like she could put her fist right through somebody's head yeah right like into their rib cage and just take out their heart kind of a stuff yes yeah. okay but i think she it's it it's a it's lot just for out Jessica of practice. Is what drives her. I okay. Think. And the flying thing is she's out of practice. But okay. her fighting level of power is what's driving her in that fight. Okay. Yeah. And because we mostly that makes just, sense. we mostly seen her just fight like Monica's had regular dudes. Yeah. yeah. If we were gonna see her fight Ultron or something, I'm sure we'd see a yeah, lot more. Yeah. If she power. went head to head with the Hulk, I think she'd bust out. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Thank you. I needed clarification yeah. no, since no the first time I viewed it because I didn't. I couldn't get a good grasp. Yeah. yeah. So. There you are. And then we find out that Malcolm's been the picture taker. That was a really good twist. Like, I did not see that coming. I did not see it coming either. No. I thought he's like some C-level character that was just, you know, kind of basically a a scene prop. I viewed it more as like, remember in the Thomas Jane Punisher film, he moved into that shitty apartment housing Mm -hmm. and then he had those three neighbors and they were there, but they they were more just kind of background characters. Yeah, that's what I saw him as. And I was like, oh, this makes sense. Marvel loves doing this. Oh, yeah. The wacky neighbors, people who live nearby. Can I tell you, I hate the fucking upstairs neighbors. Oh, like I, I like Malcolm, and Malcolm makes sense to me. But that evil woman, 
I don't understand her presence on this show. Like, why? It is super why weird. Why does she just exist? Nasty. She's not funny. No. She's just mean and like delusional and gross and gross. And so I, every time she's in a scene, I'm just like, why are you here? Yeah, she's dear like Marvel, why device. did you write this person? <laughs> We could is, have had the creepy that, brother and no sister, and I would have been fine. Are those two not in the comic? No. Oh. No. No. Mm. I mean, neither is Malcolm, though. Oh. I like Malcolm. I do like Malcolm. <laughs> no, I think like we talked about it last time. Maybe that it, it was just another representation, representation of how people are controlled and how they yeah. have a lack of agency mm-hmm. in their lives. Thank oh, you, Kurt. Yeah, Kurt, thanks, Kurt. Kurt dropped like <laughs> that a was yeah, amazing. bomb. That was crazy. I was editing it, and I went, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Good job, Kurt. <laughs> All right, so on to episode five. Um, I need a break. Okay. Do what you gotta do. Oh, man. Sorry, everyone. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, We're all pretty sniffly. Yeah. yeah. All right. On to episode five, a.k.a. The The Sandwich sandwich Saved saved Me. me. (laughs) You guys, this episode had so many metaphors. Talk she, to us about the metaphors. She was, a, she was a hero, a hero sandwich. A hero <laughs> sandwich. Get it? The best. <laughs> oh, shit. What was the other one? I loved that. That They're was just, great. just standing in the middle this of the This is what opened with her in the office, right? Yes. Business Wait, casual business Jessica Jones. Business casual Jessica, Jessica yes. on oh, the computer yeah, and just great. like I loved blackmailing it. the shit out of her bot. I was like, oh, fa, Jessica. Fa, fa, felony? <laughs> <laughs> that was great. And then that also that in turn goes into the um, the guy who doesn't know what no means uh, when they're in the bar. Yes. Oh yeah. That was oh, amazing. That was yes. way to shut scene. that motherfucker down. Yeah, that guy was. Um, I loved it. Coming on pretty strong. Once yeah. again, this show pulls zero punches, and there, neither does she. Hey, Ba-ding. there is a reason she, this it. show was on okay. Netflix, and mm-hmm. thank fucking yeah. marvel that this was on netflix because i feel like that is not a thing that this would have failed on any television. yeah no yeah no i just anytime i get to see women taking down like men who won't take no for an answer just just let's emasculate all those motherfuckers and make them feel real low yes, so then, yes maybe yes. unless it's thea because she kind of Miss almost kills them oh, that's yeah. all right <laughs> that's Miss fine as long as she doesn't actually kill them yeah that's almost kill them podcast oh, no right podcast no this is the right podcast on break that, that was, that was <laughs> right right bam time wrong pow channel right right <laughs> there you go perfect. what was the other metaphor kenneth oh oh the other metaphor when she tracked malcolm back and uh the first time he meets up with uh kilgrave that she sees kilgrave is uh playing chess because we're all pawns to him you oh, see? dude no that they put that oh in wow there. Yeah, I, didn't that's a I didn't even pick that up yeah. but like good I, job, I figured that Kilgrave was just playing chess because he's a pretentious bastard yeah. it's probably that as well <laughs> it can be layered Dang. a layered metaphor <laughs> he doesn't even know how to play chess no he's just he's moving, just moving shit. pieces randomly he just this makes else me lose. look great just tell me I win you win <laughs> you win perfect hey. I'm so smart <laughs> dude this episode in the flashbacks had my favorite scene in the entire show of Trish holding oh. up the, the jewel costume <laughs> oh <laughs> my god like, that was great trish is like me trish she's is just us. so she's all just in so like excited bro, you got powers let's do this thing <laughs> oh i made you god. this thing you can be jewel i that's a love name, how trish. Jewel. <laughs> i got you this costume that's going to be camel toe trish <laughs> oh they'll be great i love how into it she was but straight up that costume terrible oh, yeah, terrible. pretty bad terrible, terrible. Well, I mean, it was created in the comics to be terrible oh yeah i just <laughs> Even the one in the comics cute. didn't look that it's as a, bad it's as that exact one. Replicate. Is it it's, really? Oh yeah, because oh, yeah. most actual comic 
costumes are really terrible. don't translate yeah. to no. being on they screen. Not, they look great drawn, and then you make it, and you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, like, <laughs> what yeah. the shit? The little jewel on the side. So good. I mean, remember when, um, remember when beautiful, tall Bobby Morris was Wonder Woman on that pilot? Oh, yeah. And her oh. fucking outfit? That's an exact replica from Wonder Woman comics, yes. and she looked fucking terrible in it. Let oh. that be the last time we mentioned that pilot. <laughs> Oh boy! I watched it. It was not good. It was, <laughs> it was, it was real, real bad. They all tried so hard too. They tried so, so hard to make it work, and it was, it was so, so terrible. I'm. Oh, no, it's coming back. No, no. Oh. Jessica Jones, go so back. So bad. Poor, poor Tyra Collette. Oh, <laughs> At least she gets to be oh, Tyra. She's Bobby Morris now. So yeah, so nobody's yes. feeling bad for her now. No. She's two fantastic. things in Tyra's past we don't talk about. That one season of Friday Night Lights <laughs> we and the, the Wonder guy. Woman pilot. <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> anyway. So she's Sorry, trying everyone. to track down or trying to figure out how he gets the pictures. Yes. To Kilgrave. To Kilgrave. And I believe at one point this is when we. <laughs> I'm sorry. I loved this. When Kilgrave's going through the. He's like looking at all the books and that guy's like just yelling at him and like grabs him and he goes, pick up that coffee, throw it in your face and oh, then just walks oh, away. Oh. That was so gross. <laughs> oh, I loved that. I don't know why. I, <laughs> I was just very pleased with that. Well, I mean, I feel like Kilgrave in a, in a way is some of our, our like dark id impulses where yes. you just, just want to like when there's somebody who's a dick you just want to tell them to punch themselves in the face yeah. yes um and that's why i get that though good good god now that guy's gonna ha- all i kept thinking about was how that guy was gonna have facial scars yeah for the rest of his life. probably blind yeah. yeah and all he was trying to do was keep some douchebag from reading all his magazines for free which i'd be able to yell at that guy too well he did put his hands on him i'm just saying yeah, <laughs> yeah you, you don't assault somebody don't assault anyone no. The moral of the story is, if you assault someone, you can mind control them and tell them to throw coffee in their yeah, face. Yeah, that's that's acceptable. There we definitely. go. <laughs> anyway. Anyhow, we see the safe house, and uh-huh. we see the room, which is, what is it? It has... Hermetically thermi- sealed. Hermetically sealed. <laughs> okay, no pheromones. I had a problem with that. It's virus, not pheromones. Oh, if, that's right. Okay, comics is pheromones. If she knew... That stopping sound and stopping direct interaction should fix it up. Why not just like put earbuds in, put noise canceling headphones on, wear a gas mask, punch him in the face? Like, because if he sees her coming, he can control everyone around him. Well, then she can jump, just drop no, down from a skyscraper. Keep, she's trying to keep well, like innocent casualty numbers. Yeah, I, I think she doesn't overthink it enough. Like. I think she wants to get it done quickly, efficiently, and without collateral damage. Because she's trying to save um, the girl. Also, she's trying yeah, to save if she Hope. Just kills him. Well, no, I, I'm not gone. saying kill yeah. him, but I mean, uh, that, I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> we, we were arguing about that about whether or not she should have just gotten a sniper, a sniper rifle, and set up shop like five hundred yards away. out. You can find that guy exists. Five hundred yards I mean, out. Yeah. How did Simpson him. not that, think of that? Simpson is not a thinker. No, he's well, not. I assume a he's but not he a is a soldier and knows about snipers. He's not a planner. He's not a thinker. I don't know if thinker. you could shoot a trank dart that far is a thing. Mm. Oh, no. I'm talking no, I'm real not. bullets. Oh, oh, shoot oh that Simpson guy in the wanted face. to do that. That was his plan. Every time a plan came up was, Sniper. let's kill him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Problem solved. I don't care about hope. One yeah. person is not worth all these people dying, which... It's, that's a, that's a, one of those... Slippery slope. You divert a train <laughs> to... You know, from one person to another, like 
is one person's life worth the potential of hundreds more dying if you let Kilgrave walk around? Well, I feel like Jess was doing her best to try to minimize that. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Definitely. I mean, if well, it, and I'm with I'm with her and not wanting to hear Simpson talk. Like, no, oh no, no, definitely. I, I agree. He's a douchebag. Well, no, just in that, like, <laughs> Jessica doesn't like accepting help from anyone, let alone one a cop, two a military guy, three a dude who tried to kill her best friend. I feel like, like, it was kind of annoying to me in the beginning when Simpson was trying to be helpful that she just straight up dismissed him all the time. But I realized, like, that's how she works. Yeah. The only person she's willing mm-hmm. to take help from is Trish. And even and then, not always. Even yeah. then, not always. Well, it's, it's a yeah, a character flaw of yeah. hers. Yeah. yeah, I did really like when they were they were talking over breakfast. And uh, well, no, Simpson tried to like oh and jump in like, like a boyfriend. No, she's like, well, I like you, but you don't get to talk. Also, I like how Trish is like, hey, we may have bone last night, but that does not mean <laughs> yes. you'd have an opinion this morning. And that I was, was like, <laughs> Trish, that was, that was super great. great. Trish, I, I love, love you, Miss Andre. <laughs> and then she kind of pawns Simpson off on Jessica's like, I got to work. Bye. Bye. And <laughs> then they kind of just stand there for a second. He's Worst like, buddy I should probably go put, put pants, pants on. <laughs> That was really funny. I liked that scene. I yeah, that was. A good I scene. really liked that this episode showed a lady getting some action and her O face. Mm-hmm. Oh don't yes, get to see that yeah. Often. Oh yeah, that's how you get an NC seventeen rating from the board. Has everybody seen this film? Is not yet rated. No, I haven't no. seen. Oh, it. you can full on show full frontal female nudity, and you won't get NC seventeen. Mm-hmm. But if you show a woman's face having an orgasm, mm-hmm. they will slap that fucker on you so fast. Mm-hmm. Well, it's mm. probably just for the scariness of a lot of dudes haven't actually seen that. So <laughs> you see it in a movie and they're like, oh, oh what is God, this? No. What What's is wrong happening? with her face? Is she dying? <laughs> NC7, they just have a button. <laughs> no! <laughs> the, the, com- the side-by-side comparison of R-rated films to NC-17 films is was so enraging. And that, like, all the you can have all the heteronormative sex that you want, but if you have one like lesbian sex scene, nope, it's at NC seventeen. Well, you know the kids Ugh. can't show them. Kind well, of the sexuality movies is weird. You can decapitate somebody and have a BPG, but you say, "Well, I don't know if that's or... true." <laughs> no, you can. You can. You can decapitate someone in yeah, a PG you, you like, movie. You can show like blood spurting, but you can show someone being murdered. Oh yeah, well, uh, murder or being decapitated. Okay, I, I mean, to, they're, no, I somebody, my head over the somebody fence, got but. decapitated in Lord of the Rings, and that was PG thirteen. Oh shit! But I, so well, you're talking PG, about PG. His, what is oh. PG movie? oh no, <laughs> well, I, I, PG? I disagree. Then okay, Not oh, so that's PG-13. fine. PG thirteen, yeah, just yeah. lob so, you everybody's head off. You know what is rated PG? Is rated PG is um, Poltergeist. Well, I think that goes before they knew how to rate things and they only had two ratings. That scary as fuck. I think they had two ratings. come out? 80s? No, that came out in the 70s. Well, 70s? I mean, if it was before New... I think New Hope changed the rating system. Yeah. And after that, they... Why a New Hope? Because they didn't have PG-13, so it got PG, and like they were lopping body parts off and stuff. They're like, oh, maybe we need like something else Oh, that guy's hand in the bar. I'm sitting here going, who? Our fucking hand, and you know, yeah, that guy, yeah, yeah, with the face. That's your, yeah, uh, but you guys should both watch this film as night rated. It's on, yeah. it's on Netflix, it's great on Netflix, just like the show we're talking about, <laughs> Jessica Jones. Circle oh, it back, okay. Re- remind me at the end of this, I have to talk about my Netflix like 
biggest high, most massive letdown that I had within the space of like 10 minutes. Okay. Okay. We will remind you of that. It was a bad 10 minutes. Hey, get out of the road, you stupid sandwich. That's my (laughs) favorite line from this episode. You stupid sandwich. Just like an 80-yard line in. Just some cabbie calling her a stupid sandwich. Metaphors, you guys. Because she's a hero. So they devised the plan. A hero sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) They devised the plan to capture him. Mm -hmm. Um, Surprising no one, it does not work. Hey, shit ass. I mean, it. (laughs) She calls him shit ass. It would have worked. She waves at him and he's like, he was tricksy. He He was was trickier than expected. Yeah. Uh, If only they'd brought Luke along, you know, then maybe they would have, it would have worked. You know why? If they had gotten rid of a lot of the nonsense in 99 friends and made it like, Hey, there's this guy. Do you want to come help us? And then it had been like the four of them. That would have been cool, but, and probably would have worked. And we, this would have been seven what, episodes. Tasers jack up Luke because I know it took like no. four tasers no. to take they down won't Jess. Go into his skin. Okay. Yeah. 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 That, that would have helped. He would sort of be like. <laughs> it would just feel like you'd have the buzzing on your skin. Yes. We were actually trying to figure out like how. So he has impenetrable skin, sure. Mm-hmm. And but if you're hit hard enough, you get bone bone bruises. But does his impenetrable skin protect him from that level of internal damage? I, because extent, his internal stuff isn't protected. I assume it like distributes the force really like, well. Like vibranium or something? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. My, I mean, yeah, my uh, assumption was that it, bleh, even, like, meh, that even, yeah, his, even uh-huh. his capillaries can't break. Right. So he never bruises. But I, then yeah. like his ribs aren't unbreakable if just his skin is. I almost, yeah, but if his skin's not flexing... Yeah, I almost feel like oh, so it never moves, so that so the pressure from the hit doesn't go inward. Yeah, because uh, I would assume if it did, he'd be dead by now. Yeah, yeah. He, he fell off a building sitting, once. Yes. I'm just sitting there, like looking at him, going, "If he took like like a mule kick, would his ribs crack? But if his skin doesn't move, no, then yeah. no, that'd be my get. plus. Also, probably a way stronger muscle supporting everything because you know yeah. he's freakishly strong. So is yeah. That was another thing is oh. if his muscles are like. 10 times stronger than normal people's, it'd be much harder to bruise him as well. Mm-hmm. When he fell out of that building, didn't he have to ride the elevator back up? <laughs> he was yeah. playing elevator music. One of my, he was just like grumpy. <laughs> it's one of my favorite bits from Bendis's new Avengers. Yeah. They're, they're fighting ninjas so on a roof in like Tokyo. And he can't fly. And he, he falls off the building and has to ride the elevator back up <laughs> to the fight. And then the elevator door opens and he just goes running back That's into great. the fight. That's great. New Avengers is Power one of my Man. So runs great. <laughs> so great. It's like all my favorite uh, characters in it is yeah, Spider Man. It just collects everyone. Hawkeye and Bobby Morse. And is Tasha the baby and Bucky. there? And they like yes. babysit. <laughs> Wolverine. Wolverine is their babysitter. No, super. Um, Squirrel Girl. Squirrel Girl. That's right. Anyway, I was just, we were talking about that Luke's powers and like whether or not. Anyway. <laughs> so they they so capture Kilgrave. I was just thinking about his skin there for a second. I got lost. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> they capture Kilgrave and Trish tells Jessica we need him alive and she Ooh. punches him. That made says, me really See? happy. He's alive. <laughs> <laughs> and then we find out, yeah, he's smarter than we thought and they get in a huge Or at brawl. least he has like plans A through L. Yes. Fucking Xanatos Gambit over here. Um, I did enjoy um, Simpson suplex the dude, which I was yeah. very... I was he like, what? Yes. He did a wrestling move to a guy. Oh, okay. I was like, yay. <laughs> um, yeah. And, oh, in the flashback, when she saves Malcolm, are we to believe that 
Kilgrave set that up? No, I think no. that was Or that's an just an all... It's just like, okay. the world is smaller than you think it is. Okay. Because I thought that for a second. I was like, wait a minute. Maybe Kilgrave remembered that, and it was a way to entice Malcolm to him, because after something like that, you'd probably be interested in people with power yeah in a good way because he was saved by one right. so that could have been an opening for Kilgrave to get to him yeah but i think that was just like hey look how small hell's kitchen is yes mm-hmm. uh i did enjoy the jessica malcolm scene when she dude uh, so good handcuffs him to the bathroom yeah that was great and she basically is like hey how about you save me for you know yeah a change and also, I like the idea that she gave him the choice. Yes. You get to be who you were before you and go. You save me or continue down this path. This should make you kind of feel better about Malcolm, like, choosing the drugs and not oh, finding it Oh, it did. Off. Why I, didn't he choose that six months ago? Because, it would have made life so much nobody, easier. nobody... I know. Well, he he be, wasn't chained to a toilet. I understand. Well, no, and uh, because Kilgrave could just have somebody come and get him and then yeah. just... You know, I think it was about having somebody there for him to mm-hmm. say, you matter to me. Yeah. And because I care about you, I need you to make the right choice. Oh, it, I know. It was a handcuff intervention. I get that. But no, even without the handcuffs, it's a lot easier to keep breathing if you have something to breathe for other than yourself. Mm-hmm. Like the reason a lot of people recommend the elderly have pets is because if you don't have something to take care of, it starts to get to the point where there's no reason to get out yeah, of you bed. Just yeah. You wither away and die. And, and so I think that's what Malcolm needed. He needed something other than what he saw as his collapsed future to stand and fight for. And she just, she gave it to him. I care about you. I need you to help me. Mm-hmm. And that's what he needed. He's a helping guy. He wanted to be a social worker. Yeah, I, yeah. I and, get all that. And like, I've never, I mean, I've never been addicted to drugs, but I have I been. Don't in, know, you drink a lot of Pepsi, bro. I mean, okay, I'm I am addicted to caffeine, <laughs> straight up. But I have been in some like dark times because of my depression and anxiety, and that kind of stuff. It it makes you feel so isolated and so alone and so worthless. Like no one is gonna listen to you or no one is gonna care about you. Mm-hmm. And so I can only imagine that Malcolm must have been in a similar place where he feels so much guilt and shame and worthlessness, and so. To have somebody there just to see you and say, even because of that, like, I want you to make the right choice just to just to inspire you to maybe make the right call, because it's something that you've maybe been wanting to do, but you didn't think you could. Yeah. And then if something is relying on it. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, don't you feel better at work when what you're doing is important to someone else? No, I mean, I I get everything you're (laughs) saying. It makes sense to me in my brain space. It still just bugged me, and that's, that maybe yeah. that's a failing on my part. You should really it look just into bothered that, me. Buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Meh. Bam TV just helping each other out. <laughs> stop, stop petting me. It's We're weird. about unpacking your bullshit here. <laughs> it's true. So Kilgrave makes a phone call to Jessica. Oh God, which is very he. He's like it almost looks like he lives in like a white attic. It's just like this small. It's like his room. safe house. It's yeah, like, yeah. I assume he mm-hmm. just has some of those stashed across the city. I like, assume so. He got probably built. gets them for free. Yeah, told the people <laughs> give me this room for free. Himself. Okay, okay. I really enjoyed the um, once again meta criticism, which mm-hmm. I'm, I love, of him demanding a picture. Of yeah, her every day. Now, That's so just like a comment on society and the internet and like pics and stuff that <laughs> I love this pics. show. 
Yeah. Show us your tits. That's basically, basically that's what that literally was. Literally what it is. Yeah. Show um, us your tits. You have to. I deserve them. Now, mm-hmm. and this is probably just me being like stupid as I watch this. How do you send um, texts or pictures to an unknown caller? Because when he calls, it says unknown. Like there's no number attached to it. I think if he sends her a text first, oh, then she yeah, can, she can, can just text then reply to it. I was, I was like, yeah, no, I always think that to myself. I'm like, how is she gonna call? How yeah, does, how but does... no, I'm sure it's just like the second you open a text message string, most mm-hmm. phones just yeah, okay. Or I mean, maybe yeah. they're like, oh, because she friends. does send her. He sends her like a... okay. I was trying to remember because I have taken calls from unknown number. Yeah. Um, like especially because I I used to work for state government and I would get calls from like the state house and it would always come up unknown number. Right. But I don't think anybody from there ever texted me. But uh, that sounds right. So Mal, she goes to check on Malcolm and sees that Malcolm chose to save her by not taking the drugs. So she in turn. Saves him by yeah, I, sending yeah. pictures. I was so glad because I was worried that he was going to pick the drugs. I know we were really stressed out in the living room, going, "Malcolm, no, <laughs> we love you." Because it's no. it's got to be so hard. Well, and like at this point, with the amount of people that have died and the show like not giving a shit about our feelings, yeah. I was ready for them to take Malcolm from us. Yeah, yeah. If, this, if this had been a network show, I would have been like, "Of course, he's oh, no, not going to pick gonna the be drugs." Fine. Also, like I don't like. <laughs> I mean, I do, but. The uncomfortable aspect of being okay with a woman being blackmailed into sending a smile to a fucking stalker murderer, <sighs> but she's doing it to protect someone like that. Like being. Oh, a, I didn't. I don't like that. No, I know. But like it's, you're, you're eventually you're like you're okay with it because like what else is she gonna do? At yeah, that is she just gonna be like yeah. nah, and but then like, he's yeah. dead the next just, episode? I'm saying like the show is so great because it gives you these things where it's like yeah. that game of like either or, and but it's like horrible. Both yes. of them are terrible. Yes, and then you have to look at yourself for which one you picked. I, I really liked it. Ugh. Yeah, just from yeah, like the the embodiment of white male entitlement. You should smile more. You look so much prettier when you smile. <laughs> oh my god! Wow. On the side Flames of my face. Of my face. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even think about that. Uh, oh, that goes back to hope in the very first episode. Shoots her parents, looks over, and is like, "Smile." I'm like, Wah. "Oh man." Oh, no, I just assumed that was a directive <laughs> or, from him, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Or the yeah. the woman that he talked to who made her smile like until her like jaw almost. Yes. Unhinged. Oh yeah. Ew. Creepy. Oh God, I hate him so much. God, no, we we talked about about how this Kilgrave is for us the worst. He's the villain. scariest villain the I've scariest. ever encountered. Now, okay, even uh, scarier than Galactus. Yes, the entire uh, him taking over your mind is scarier than your entire planet, everyone you've ever met, every living thing being destroyed. Yes, yes, because then at least you're just dead. Okay, you're just that, dead. I that doesn't make sense to me, but no, that's fine. I. This is a perfect example. Like, this is the background radiation of, like, being a woman in America. Mm-hmm. It's like, that is so terrifying that not only does he take over your mind, but he makes, at the end, he makes you think you actually wanted it. When you didn't, it's just part of his power. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, my chest is seizing up a little. Like, I'm getting a little, like, I mean, like, we blah. talked about Hannibal Lecter earlier, and, like, that's, like, we joked about it, but honestly, I would... Re- like faced with the opportunity of having Kilgrave mind control me or losing a limb to Hannibal Lecter, Hannibal I would Lecter. lose a limb because I can learn how to live without a limb easier than I can learn to live with the aftermath of what Kilgrave would hmm. would do to me. Yeah, it's just not. It's yeah. That's really interesting because that that is I would 
I, I don't know, much rather be mentally violated than dead or eaten. Are you ready for a hot take? Yes. I think both of the villains in the Netflix series are better than any of the villains in That's the movies. That's a correct hot take. I would say, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, is it a hot take if it's just pretty spot on? <laughs> I, would say, I would say the only well-done villain in like the movies is probably Whiplash. Loki. God fucking damn it. I knew you were going to fucking say fucking yeah, Loki. Yeah, I mean... God I mean, cause, damn it! Cause that's he's, fair. He's layered and he's interesting and he's complicated. And I he's mean, like kind of not really even that great a villain, but like he tries his hard... I don't know. I don't know. Like, he's more a morally gray villain, yeah. whereas... You're not wrong. I like. I feel. I, I'm just I mad feel for him. It. Like everyone yeah. fucking loves Loki. I fucking hate it. <laughs> I'm fine. But yeah, but the rest of them are pretty shitty. Like the Red Skull. Like whatever. Red Skull's just like crazy nonsense. Yeah, <laughs> like he, yeah he's kind of insane. I actually, the more I think about it, the more I like Malekith because he's one of the few villains I've ever met who wanted to destroy the world, but he wanted to do it for a reason that made sense to yeah. me. He yeah. wanted to destroy like, our world to replace it with his own. Yeah. Yes. Like, that is the only world destruction version villainousness yeah. that makes any kind of sense. Mm-hmm. So I'd say like Loki and then straight up Malekith probably. Well, I also really like the Iron Man bad guys. Because they're all so like down to earth and they just want yeah. power. Like like Obadiah is fucking terrifying. Scary. <laughs> Straight up scary. Because that's, the, that's again, In a cave. Like, emotional <laughs> abuse. The box of scraps. Emotional abuse and manipulation mm-hmm. of a child that leads on in like 20 years of Ugh. just... His literal heart. and abuse from someone who is supposed to be taking care. Like, oh, my, that's like real scary stuff. Yeah. And then his, his literal heart from his literal chest. His literal heart from his literal chest. Like, the Iron Man villains are all real. They're real villains. And so, like, yeah. So, yeah. And what I is did- it? It's, it's <laughs> Kilgrave, Wilson Fisk, Loki, <laughs> Iron Man villains, Malekith. There we go. <laughs> Except um, for the guy with the whips. That guy was weird. Whip Whiplash. That was it. Whip- that was, was that Mickey his Rourke. official name. Yeah, Whiplash. Oh, I just yeah. didn't know that's what we okay. called him. Mickey um, Rourke. I mean, like, with I, the parrot. I, I, I did enjoy Justin. <laughs> I enjoyed Justin Hammer. Justin Hammer. <laughs> yeah, Justin Hammer was I great. I can enjoy because he's so terrible yes. at it. He's the worst he's villain. The worst villain. <laughs> um, and just I guess as I love David Tennant. I think he does a fantastic oh, job he's in the so show. I'm not entirely yeah. sure I'm going to be able to rewatch his because of Doctor Who now. I like I think I've been damaged. I've just. I'm the, I'm happy that he did so well in this oh show. God. Well, also like, hello, welcome to the American audience, yes. mm-hmm. and maybe now he'll get a real foothold here. What I if hope his so. whole run on Doctor Who is actually no. just no, how making people think they're running around with a psycho? That would make no sense. Terrible. Oh god, you're a terrible person. It's like his weird wish fulfillment. Like he watched Doctor Who and was like, ooh, I could do that. Oh god, that no. makes no sense. So I actually, I actually, I'm not a villain guy. I actually use Wilson Fisk's storyline as a sell, sell, selling point for people who haven't watched Daredevil yet. Oh, that's how I sell it. I'm like, oh, the Daredevil villain. part's fine. You got to watch for Wilson. The Wilson yeah, Fisk storyline is amazing. So good, well, yeah, so well done. I mean, I mean, I'm, I was enjoying like the character of Daredevil. I mean, but he's a pretty basic, generic good guy. <laughs> you know, a, he's a basic. He's a basic. He just. <laughs> He likes his pumpkin spice lattes. <laughs> Daredevil's a basic bitch. He likes taking his tiny dog into Starbucks to order his pumpkin that's, that's spice latte. That's a hot latte. take. It is. Us. That is a, a 
Well, see, I, I feel Daredevil had the same problem, though, of I want, like, Daredevil's interesting to me because on one hand, he punches people in the face, and on the other hand, he lawyers the shit out of them. Like, there needed to be didn't more lawyering get much. Stuff. There was, like, yeah. that one law yeah, scene with the creepy like, ginger. I feel like season two will be more lawyering. I hope so. Oh, I'm excited for season two. He, like, just got out of of college yeah yeah oh my god established they, and, they released that uh, one photo of the publisher of the of the punisher oh my god, oh and my god, you can oh hear monica oh scream oh my god. from across oh town that is the scene i love from yes. the punisher yeah comics. dude it's, it's gonna be wait. it gonna be lit that as is the, the kids moment. say that's that's one of the moments i fell in love with the punisher yeah. that fucking moment i'm so excited you guys <laughs> so kenneth you said you had a Netflixy thing. Oh, tell tell yes. Thank you. I had already forgotten. Okay, so friggin' Jackie posts this thing about Dread coming to Netflix. Aww. And it has a date and it's announced. And oh, it's a yeah. 13 episode thing with Carl fucking Urban. And I crapped myself. I had to change <laughs> my undies because there was. Poop. Did you frame them? Did I saw that too. Do, ew. And yeah. I was talking. Yeah. Ernesto's like, this can't be real, can it? I'm like, yeah, apparently it is. Yeah, and was then apparently, not? no, it, it was an article from like nine months ago. I don't know why they attached a date on when it was releasing, but it had bubbled back up to the surface because there was this giant petition that had gotten Carl Urban and the producers of the Dread movie, and they were taking it to Netflix on like December 27th or something. So it was oh. back in the news, oh. and they really wanted it to happen. And, you know, maybe it could happen, but it went from a me completely sure this was happening and it would be so amazing because the dread movie was so good it was Still haven't and, seen it. oh uh, you need to see that movie it's maybe you the most perfect it. comic book adaptation <laughs> ever okay i don't know if i'd go that far it's very good hot take. though hot take. What, okay i mean it's hey, whether very you good like dread or not like that that's fine but what is a better representation of a comic book directly to a movie punisher Warzone. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. Either. I haven't actually seen uh, Warzone. What? It's like okay. Watching okay. Full court Punisher timeout. Max. Oh, man. I it's like know. watching a Punisher Max comic. Full court okay. timeout. Mm-hmm. I think Bam Pow TV needs to go to the movies. We all need to watch that and then review that movie. What? Let's no. do a... Well, oh, yes. Howard the Duck? And no. Oh, okay. no. I'm not fucking watching yeah, Howard the fucking Duck. Vito. No, like, hold, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> what if we Hot just take. keep interrupting you? <laughs> This is not girls interrupting. <laughs> um, Dread and Warzone, because you have you both have not seen either one, one of those, All right. and we could do that. That would be fun. Oh, man, I haven't seen either of those. Yes. Oh, Christ. I have seen both of them. Can yes. I tell you right now? Yes. Can I tell you right now? I just tried to rewatch Punisher Warzone. I stand by my statement. It's great. Comic, it's fantastic. Like adaptation. Okay. Not okay. a great film. <laughs> no. It oh, is. The writing not wonderful. It is the acting. A, Great, Mwah. but ridiculous. It's and so- it has one of the few villains that actually they were able to kind of like flip onto the screen and like keep him scary <laughs> while so being good. ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. It's but so I terrible. Approach, <laughs> I approach comic book media with a totally different mindset. Yeah. So like even if it's not a great film, I don't give a fuck. No, it's and like- all the all the bit parts are great. Like um the Barbasol can dinosaur guy from Jurassic World is in it. Ned, oh, Nedry. 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 I mean, That's not his real name. It's, it's Dennis Knight. Sure. Yeah. Uh, He's in it. Um, what's, what's his face from Seinfeld? Yeah. And the woman who doesn't age, um, Dexter's girlfriend, who is also the vampire. Darla. Girl, Darla is in this fucking film still looking like she's 22. 
Oh, she looks great. Julie Benz. Yeah, yes. Julie I adore, Benz. I adore her. She looks really good. Okay. Yeah, okay. let's, let's have a, a, a double feature. All, All right. right. Cool. Dude, I mean, is, uh, Bam is Pow that the TV one that's goes directed by Alexi Alexander? Yes, yes, it is. It is. Who yeah. I found out is directing, directing an episode. Yes. Yeah, directing an episode of Supergirl. She is great. So, Bam Pow TV next week. We're doing Supergirl Who's Back for a one time appearance, apparently. Or January. In the month of January. And three more episodes of Jessica Jones. So it's going to be six, seven, and eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to talk to us about um, Geddes' wrong opinions, <laughs> my right opinions, <laughs> any other no here, thing folks. that you do or do not agree with, we're on Twitter, BamPowTV. We have an email account, BamPowTV. You can go to our Facebook page and subscribe. And um, we will see you next week at the same Bam time, same Pow channel. Bam Pow! They're Freaking walking children. germ warfare. I the children, the youths, petri dishes of disgusting. Wasn't he on that a uh, big dig show? Yes, he had the big dig. Yeah, okay. I like <laughs> the idea in Doctor Who that we spread out through the galaxy, basically just fucked everything <laughs> yeah. that we could. If it looked like we could stick our dick in it or put it inside of us, we were like, "Yay!" <laughs> Thanks, Thanks, Obama. Obama. Ugh. It's we're, the we're State of the Union, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shit.